The ancient Greek philosopher and historian Strabo told the story of a beautiful courtesan named Rhodopis, whose sandal was stolen by an eagle while she was bathing. The eagle dropped the sandal into the lap of the king of Egypt, who felt such admiration for its shape that he at once sent out emissaries to find its owner so that he could marry her. Storytellers in ancient China also told a tale of a beautiful young woman whose fortunes were transformed by a shoe. Recorded in the 9th century, the story of Ye Xiang is said to have been old even then. Unlike Strabo's tale, it included a wicked stepmother and stepsister. Ye Xiang had a magical benefactor in the form of a fish, and the slipper she lost was made of golden threads woven in a fish scale pattern. At the end of the tale, Ye Xian marries a king, while her stepmother and stepsister are crushed to death by flying stones. Folklorists from around the world, Native American, Javanese, Russian, Zulu and Persian to name but a few, have all told a tale of a lowly but feisty woman full of agency who was eventually helped by her shoes to marry high above her social rank. When Charles Perrault published the story of Saint-Rion in Paris in 1697, he sanitised the tale, excluding the bloodied feet, chopped-off toes and ghosts of earlier versions. From there it was a downward slide towards Disney and the story of a girl who simpers, cowers and waits to be rescued, first by mice and then by a prince. Gone is the traditional folklore ability of the heroine to determine her own fate. From Cinderella to the winged sandals worn by the Greek messenger god Hermes, to the miraculous boots that took their wearer seven leagues with every step, and Dorothy's ruby slippers in The Wizard of Oz, transformation through footwear is a timeless theme in shared culture. Where you find shoes, you often find magic. But shoes are not magical. Each one has been made by human beings. No matter the tale, at their heart, they are just pieces of leather, wood, metal, rubber, cotton and plastic. Even the enchantment created by fabled storyteller Hans Christian Andersen, author of The Red Shoes, had at its heart his childhood memories of being a small boy in a one-room home filled almost entirely by a shoemaker's workbench. Little Hans slept each night beside his father, a man who rarely smiled but stitched and hammered shoes late into the night. <laughs>